I'm Dr. Ward Bond, and I welcome you to Life-Changing Wellness, episode number three. Today, we talk fat and inflammation and how one causes the other. We talk fat flammation with Dr. Lori Shimmick, so stay tuned. This is Dr. Ward Bond's Life-Changing Wellness. Life-Changing Wellness. Here's Dr. Ward Bond. Well, welcome everyone to today's show. And before we begin, I would ask you to do me a great favor. Please head over to our iTunes page after the interview with my guest today, Dr. Lori Shimmick. And if you could rate it, review the show, that helps us gain more visibility and attract more people like you. So if you could do that for me, I would highly appreciate it. And also encourage you to look up my show page on RadioMD.com. So let's get started. I'm excited today. My guest is Dr. Lori Shimmick. She is a leading fat cell researcher, health expert, weight loss expert. And she's a noted author as well on inflammation and its role in weight loss, preventing disease, and of course, optimizing health. She is the best-selling author of how to Fight Fat Flammation, which is published by HarperCollins, and also the best-selling author of Fire Up Your Fat Burn. And she has appeared on many television programs, most notably ABC TV's uh, Good Morning Texas out of Dallas. And she's also been recognized by the Huffington Post as one of the top health and fitness experts in the nation, along with the one we all know, Dr. Oz. So, hey, Dr. Lori, great to have you on the show today. Well, thank you for that intro, and thank you for having me. It's really a pleasure and an honor, definitely, to be here. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> you and I have always, we, we've we've got quite a few interviews together under our belt, especially yes. for my TV show, Think Natural. But, you know, your book is still catching fire across this country and it's amazing that uh, you have really brought up an incredible point of fat and inflammation. A lot of us don't think of those two things mm-hmm. actually uh, one causing the other. But let's just kind of cut to the chase here as what is the core underlying cause of weight gain? Well, it's actually inflamed fat cells. And you know, we used to think that our fat was just this jiggly mass that just kind of sat there and didn't look so pretty. Well, we now know differently. Our fat is very much alive. It's our largest endocrine organ. It's an organ. And it's actively communicating to uh, to uh, other organs. It's sending out messages. It's determining whether to store fat or to release stored fat. So, uh, unfortunately, with the types of foods most people are eating now, you know, the standard American diet, for example, which is high in processed, high sugar foods, white bread, sodas, pretzels, all of those types of foods have a powerful impact on our fat cells. And this is creating silent inflammation within the fat cell itself. So, we have roughly 100 billion fat cells throughout our body. And they're all about the size of a period on the end of a sentence when healthy. But these fat cells become so packed with, they're full of fat, sugar, and other compounds that actually bloat the fat cell. So the cell, the fat cell, begins to act as if it's infected. And as this fat mass expands, inflammation decreases. The fat cell is uh, essentially emitting inflammatory molecules. And you can look at your 
fat cells, all 100 billion of them, like little factories that are spewing out inflammatory molecules. And this has a metabolic effect that slows down the metabolism. And you know what that means? That means you gain weight. And so it becomes a vicious cycle because more inflammation is released from the fat cell. And it doesn't stop there because the inflammation that is actually released from the fat cell then sets up somewhere in the body as well, creating inflammation within the body wherever you may be genetically vulnerable or, uh, you know, you, you uh, hurt your knee at one point. And so it seems to exacerbate that type of uh, inflammation. And well, let so, me ask, yeah. Go, go ahead. ahead. I'm sorry. Well, what I was going to ask you is, is that with the inflammation, you know, you know, in a way it's, it's silent inflammation. It's not like we can actually feel it, but you know, over right. time, doesn't that inflammation start to, you know, show up as signs as diabetes and higher cholesterol and higher blood pressure. And in some cases, obesity can definitely lead to cancer. Right. And so the core underlying cause of most illness, disease, faster aging, and weight gain is silent inflammation. The core underlying cause of almost every disease, like heart disease and cancer, Alzheimer's disease, all of these types of uh, illnesses and diseases are a result of low-level inflammation in the body. And so uh, you can have silent inflammation within the body not being overweight, but when you are overweight, you are absolutely emitting uh, inflammatory molecules. And so we don't know if uh, this is a dysfunction of the mitochondria within the cell. Oh, yeah, that's right. And energy producing factories in the cell. Right. And so it's it may be that the compounds that are uh, stored within this cell are producing additional stress. And this stress is causing, uh, again, weight gain as well, inflammation. And so, you know, again, there's uh, glucose that, you know, from the food that we're eating, we are delivered to the fat cells, and they produce uh, inflammation. It it starts an inflammatory cascade, if you will. So what we want to do is we want to eat in an anti-inflammatory way. We want our life to really be focused on reversing and protecting ourselves from low-level inflammation. Well, that, well, okay. Now, define low-level inflammation. That is uh, silent inflammation. Inflammation, there's, we have two types. We have acute inflammation, and then we have silent inflammation. And acute inflammation is what I call loud inflammation because you absolutely know it's there. <laughs> if you yeah, like finger, joint pain. Right. right, joint pain, acute inflammation, right? And the thing about acute inflammation, despite the fact that it's uncomfortable, it heals us. It's a very important component in immune system reaction. Without it, we're really sitting ducks, okay? And uh, again, there's silent inflammation. And the difference between the two is the low-level or silent inflammation is you don't even know it's there most of the time until cumulative effects occur. And so with acute inflammation, it goes away, okay? You cut your finger, it heals, the inflammation goes away, the injury goes away all as well. But with silent inflammation, it's like having a sore on the inside of your body that never heals. And 
unlike acute inflammation, emits just a trickle of inflammatory molecules. And you would think, well, this this is better, right? But it isn't because it never goes away. And unless you intervene. Yeah, but doesn't the low-level inflammation, especially when it's chronic, uh, over time, it really disrupts the function of the immune system because, you know, the infuse, our immune system is there that if we do have an inflammation, like you said, if we cut our finger, it, it's sending all the things that it needs to, to heal the wound. And then, like you said, once it's over, it stops hurting. But with low-level inflammation, the, to me, the immune system is going to be overtaxed on a daily basis. And in some ways, I believe that would actually lead to autoimmune conditions in many people. Absolutely. You are absolutely right about that. And part of it is our gut health, okay? If we're, uh, if our gut, for example, if we have a leaky gut, we are highly uh, vulnerable to these autoimmune diseases and, of course, absolutely inflammation. So our gut health is the core, I call it the epicenter of our uh, health. It is the epicenter of our immune health, our mental well-being and our weight as well. So oh, I agree. I I agree cuz you know, you bring up a good point because and I want everybody who's listening today to re, to re, truly realize what Dr. Uh, Lori is saying. Gut health is absolutely vital. You've got to improve it. And you know, you, Lori, you're right. bringing up fat, you're bringing up this inflammation and when the gut in a way is inflamed from poor eating habits, it is the gut that if it's, you know, constantly under inflammation or the, the attack of inflammation, mm-hmm. that's where I see a lot of people who are dealing with autoimmune conditions such as uh, fibromyalgia, chronic fatigue syndrome, maybe Sjogren's. And this is something that I've seen in clients that if you correct the gut health, a lot of these conditions really start to improve. It's really amazing. I see that with my clients as well. You know, you if you take care of your gut, you specifically focus on that. It's it's almost magical how things start to improve in your life in terms of your health, the way you look at your mental your mental outlook and your weight as well. So you think about we have a hundred trillion gut bacteria that we're walking around with, right? That's three right. to five pounds of these little critters that we're carrying around. And unfortunately, because most of the foods, again, the standard American diet, lots of the sugar and uh, white flour foods, chips, everything, those foods are actually feeding the bad gut bugs that we don't, we want to balance, but we don't want to balance in favor of the bad gut bacteria. We want an abundance of healthy gut bacteria. Well, Dr. Laura, let me ask you this. What are three foods that you would recommend for gut health? Well, I would recommend eating veggies to start. I'd like to uh, recommend half-your-plate veggies because veggies are feeding the healthy gut bacteria. Remember, we want an abundance so that you can lose weight, have a better mental outlook, and better immune health. And so there are specific veggies that do a better job than others, and some of those are asparagus. Uh, we want onions, garlic, leeks. Uh, other foods such as beans and bananas are also good. Artichokes um, are excellent. 
So these are types of foods that feed the healthy bugs. And then we have uh, foods that um, are called probiotic foods or cultured and fermented foods, where the prebiotic foods are like fertilizer for your gut health, for your gut bugs. The probiotic foods actually plant healthy bugs within the gut. And those are like sugar, but we don't want yogurt. Those are like, it's like yogurt without the sugar. We don't want that sugar because sugar is feeding the bad gut bacteria. Right. And that's what we see. Yeah, go ahead. Right. So that what we want to do is, is add, uh, you know, you can add uh, your own fruit to the yogurt. I like to defrost frozen berries and you get the juice that you can pour in there into the plain yogurt and the berries themselves. It's delicious and you can't tell, you know. So research shows that uh, another food that's excellent is sauerkraut. If you like sauerkraut, just one tablespoon of sauerkraut changes your gut health within three days. Just one. That's and, that's very true, and a lot of people don't know that. It's pr- you know not everybody was is was raised on that. I know my my parents loved mm-hmm. it, but you know that is one food that can probably turn someone's gut health around. And I've even heard right. people even juice sauerkraut just to get the probiotic material into their gut. It's just amazing, very healing. Right, and they're selling uh, sauerkraut juice now uh, in the refrigerated section. So, you know, it's really a great option for those that don't like sauerkraut. You can just do, they call them uh, sauerkraut shots is what they're called. But I could probably do that. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And other probiotic foods that are excellent are olives, especially green olives and aged cheese. Aged cheese is, uh, again, planting all cheese really, but aged cheese plants that healthy uh, gut bacteria. Those are examples of foods you can uh, use to change the health. Well, since we're talking about fat and we're talking about inflammation, tell us about the big fat myth. The big fat. Well, the, the first thing is most people believe that when you eat fat, you're going to get fat. And nothing could be further from the truth unless you're eating the wrong kinds of fat. The healthy right. fat burn, help you burn fat, okay? And it is really one of the core components of increasing weight gain is that the body is really starving of healthy fat. And so you see a lot of the frustration going on. People are, yeah, I can't lose weight. And because what's happening is they are eating the wrong types of fats. There are fats that will burn fat for you. And, but Unfortunately, there are fats that will also, as I mentioned, store fat for you. But some of the healthy yeah, you, fats that you want. Yeah. But when, you want the, I know one of the. Yeah. Yes, because I know that one of the ones that you talk about in your mm-hmm. book is actually the, the avocado. Right. Avocado is an excellent choice. In fact, it also promotes gut health as well. And uh, so those avocados, nuts, seeds, olive oil is an excellent one macadamia nut oil, dark chocolate, and MCT oil, which is uh, short for medium-chain triglycerides, actually helps reduce weight, promotes better brain health, and is excellent for gut health as well. So you also want... Well, let me ask you this. 
Well, mm-hmm. let me ask you on the MCT oil, because I, I get a, I get mm-hmm. this question a lot. When people want to use MCT oil, what should they do? Should they go and buy a straight MCT oil, or can they just use coconut oil in its place? Because I know that MCT comes from the coconut. Right, exactly. So the MCT oil is a straight shot of uh, this, the uh, the com- core component of what you want. Coconut oil has some in it, but not enough. I mean, it has some, which is enough it yeah. to actually have a powerful effect on Alzheimer's. Uh, so, you know, on cognition. Uh, and so what you right. want to do is get the MCT, which is going to be a powerful component uh, to brain health as well. So I use it every day. It's, um, I use it in my salad as a salad dressing. And it has no taste whatsoever. It's just plain. But it is very, very good for you. And I highly recommend it. Uh, don't cook with it, though. When you cook with it, you destroy all of the uh, positive benefits. Right. So, so you would take healthy- MCT oil. Yeah, so you would take MCT oil by, let's say, by mouth or put it in a smoothie. But if you're going to cook, use the coconut right. oil directly. Right. Okay. Yes. Great tip, right. And when you have a low-fat diet, which many people believe is the right way to eat, it causes weight gain because, again, the body is starving of healthy fat. And, you know, through decades of research, we know that fat is the key to a healthy life, to longevity, to a healthy brain, balanced hormones, a healthy sex life, and much more. So we want to... Make sure that we have healthy fat every day, ideally at every meal. You know, I grew up in the no-fat, low-fat era, which is, yeah, me if too. you can believe this, still prevalent today. It's still powerful today. It's never gone away. So I, t- I truly do understand that fear of fat and the low calories, and but those are myths, okay, that, that will promote weight gain for you. Well, you know, a lot of people I tell that, you know, if you eat good, healthy fats, your body will use that healthy fat to burn the bad fat that you have in your body. Right. Because you're not going to gain weight by eating avocados. You're not going to gain weight by eating uh, flax or things with, you know, omega-3s in them. You're not going to gain weight by eating hemp or coconut oil or coconut milk for, for that matter. But it's the detrimental effects of eating you know, foods through the drive-through window, all the the hydrogenated type fats and the carbs, those things actually, right. you know, cause a problem with, that we have. Yeah, you know, now, can it, you get, it, yes. when you eat healthy fat, you are triggering weight loss hormones that promote fat burning, which is why healthy fat burns fat for the most part, and it's satiating as well. Okay, now let's, uh, I know we have a a few minutes left. Could you kind of walk us through very quick on some of the foods that many believe that are healthy, but they're actually not healthy? Well, these foods, uh, many people, for example, whole wheat bread, two slices of whole wheat bread can raise your blood sugar as much as two tablespoons of sugar. And that's a lot. Uh, You know, that's like eating a candy bar. So what we want to do is uh, get rid of the, the whole wheat bread if it has sugar in it. Always read the label 
because the label is going to, to is going to show you if it if it contains sugar or not. So kick it to the curb. Okay, you want to kick uh, pasta to the curb too. Many people believe that whole grain pasta or bean pasta, those types of foods, grains, for example, especially wheat, those types of foods raise blood sugar, especially the pastas. They are uh, pulverized to such a fine, powdery, uh, um, it's like a, you know, the body cannot handle that. It turns into sugar right away, much the same way as white flour does, even though it is a whole grain. It's still pulverized to such a fine extent that it causes blood sugar problems, which eventually weight gain for mm. most people and poor health wow. as well. So um, you want to stay away from those 100-calorie snack packs because they're, again, low-calorie they're healthy. So the body metabolizes these foods, like that pasta, for example, very quickly, and that means you're triggering the fat storage hormone insulin. You are messing with your blood sugar, which means you're going to be hungry and craving more of those snack packs very sugary. And you also want to stay away from uh, wheat, bread. Most of the, the, unless it's an ancient grain, the modern day wheat is not healthy for you. It's, you know, relative to the older wheat varieties, um, modern wheat has adverse effects on our cholesterol, our blood mineral content. It promotes inflammation wow. and contributes. So well, we want to make well, sure doctors, that. Yeah, well, Dr. <laughs> Dr. Shimmick, I know that we are running out of time, but I want to thank you for coming on today's show and explaining these very important uh you know, aspects of fat and inflammation. And to all of my listeners out there right now, you need to go get you. I think you can get her book anywhere, Barnes and Noble, Amazon, you name it. How to Fight Fat Flammation by Dr. Lori Shimmick. She has a complete plan in that book that will help you to lose that weight. So, Lori, I want to thank you for coming on to the show today. And thank you, Dr. My- Ward. You're very, very welcome. And to all of my listeners, remember to catch every episode of Life-Changing Wellness. Just hit subscribe on iTunes or on my show page at RadioMD.com. And if I can ask a favor, please take 30 seconds, rate the podcast on iTunes. The reason being we want to attract more people like you to the show. And the only way that we can do that is to rate it and to give the show more visibility. So I want to thank you for listening today. Catch me at drwardbond.com and also my daily television show, Think Natural. Just go to my website and check all that out. I want to thank you for listening today Uh, and my guest, Dr. Lori Shimmick, here on Life-Changing Wellness. See you next time.